Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com backslash the gamers advocate. The gamers advocate. Target acquired. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 18 of the Gamer's Advocate on March 18th, 2013. What what does that mean though? There's got to be a sign somewhere in there. Apocalypse. Apocalypses. Yes, that was some time before. But anyway, I'm one of your hosts, Adam. I'm uh, Miley Cyrus Postop. And I'm Jack. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Who is your doctor? <laughs> Kevorkian. <laughs> I gotta say, because I don't... I don't know. Come on, you know these look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are pretty gorgeous. So anyway, thanks for tuning in again to The Gamer's Advocate. We got a lot of good topics. Nothing really huge happened this week, so we got a lot of nice little stories and talk what about what we've been doing. What did Nothing huge say? happened this I week? I got a huge story. I actually played a freaking video game. How about that? Bingo. Whoa. What? What, Nothing what? huge. What'd you do, Bill? What God are you talking about? MF and War happened this week. <laughs> what? What game is that? Talking about the brand new God of War Ascension by Sony Santa Monica. I'm and, super serious. And, uh, you know, a lot of the reviews were kind of giving it, you know, none of them gave it bad scores. They gave it decent scores. I got to totally disagree. I'm having a blast with this game. I think it's awesome. Do you know any of the ratings for it? Yeah, usually, average of around 8 to... Yeah, some go a little lower, a little higher, but I think a lot from what I've been reading and kind of what I've been playing, a lot of the differences is because God of Wars are always about spectacle and about being the biggest, baddest, craziest game ever. Like the first game, you kill a god, and the second game, you kill a lot of gods, and then the third game, you're like killing titans and all these gods, and then this is kind of a prequel. Furies. Furies. At first I thought it was furries, and I was like, oh shit. (laughs) And I guess, I mean, the beginning part was cool, but I don't think it was as epic as usual. So I don't know, I think some of the mechanics and some of the other things, people just are expecting more. I don't know. They want it fresh. They want something new and inventive. So, I mean, you do go prequel, just like uh, Tomb Raider did recently. And, I mean, that's a good strategy, how to, like... Gears of War is doing that, too, coming out tomorrow. Yeah, you reset it. I mean, they're running out, like, once you get to, like, the third rendition of it, they, like, reset and do, like, the fourth one's usually a prequel. I mean, that's kind of the formula. I was a little surprised they did that this time, though, just because God of War 3 let, ended kind of a little open-ended. I'll just leave it at that, but uh, left room for speculation. I'll speculate. I'll speculate on me not playing those games before, unfortunately. I, that, oh, that's sad. That makes me want to cry, yeah, actually. That's, those, those shows off the power of PS3, unlike any other game. Maybe Uncharted, but those games are just I magical. Mean, they, they, yeah, like the puzzles aren't mind-bending. The uh, the gameplay is a lot of it's the same throughout, but it's just so much fun and it's just right, so like, fluid. Gameplay is so solid; like they know what they're doing. And the, oh, so, I mean, some of the graphics are just and, ridiculous. And, and in the new game, I'm at. Uh, if anybody's playing it, I'm at the uh, Tower or Temple of Delphi or Tower of Delphi. Crap, I forget. But you basically are on these three at different times. These huge mechanical snakes that are going up to unlock to get you somewhere. Um, but you're fighting on them, and it gets very big. It's a very big scale at times. 
but some of the boss battles I've run into, they're not huge. Like so, like the one the, one of that one, God in three when you're fighting on Poseidon that one Titan or something. Oh yeah, that's too. Poseidon at the in the beginning, but that Gaia. one later in the game where you're yeah where you're fighting on the Titan, and you're like Kronos ripping the skin too. off of them. Oh yeah, that's I think, yeah, it was Kronos. Insane. It's not on that epic scale. But this one that I'm fighting right now is a very large flying creature, but it's not anywhere near the size of of those. I know on the like the preview or whatever that we were looking at, um, you were fighting a giant ogre. And we had the free view preview. That was multiplayer. Well, I mean, still, yeah. it was it was on the size and scale, though. I mean, it they was, don't have anything like that. But you're in not single really player? fighting him so much like throughout the game. It's just kind of an end game thing. Yeah. I there's one thing early on that's like that. It's real big like that, but uh, I know some of the footage I saw a single player before shows it kind of ended with him jumping in the water towards some giant Goliath-like thing. So I know there's bigger things coming still. Yeah, and I hear the ending is incredible, so we'll be waiting to get to that. But they're actually going to patch the ending. Oh, the, well, the because yeah, the difficulty level. It's not. It's not the ending. It's close to the end. The oh, trial yeah. of Archimedes. It's called. Like the whole game, from what we've read, and from kind of what I've seen too, is that it's pretty easy. I mean, it's not really all that challenging. I don't know. Maybe I, mean, I suck. Well, maybe compared to some other ones. I mean, you're not that good at life, so. But they they have um this, this trial of Archimedes. Shoes. <laughs> yeah, really no. So the trial of Archimedes, it's kind of a three wave type thing where enemies keep coming at you. There's no checkpoints. There's no health. And I think they were trying to go more of the. Say, like, you know what? You beat this, you'll feel good about yourself. It's challenging, blah, blah, blah. But Dark Souls influence. Yeah, exactly. But they made it way too tough. And, like, every single review I've read has been, like, bashing it about how just unfair. Like, there's some games where it's hard, but it's fair, and you know you're doing something wrong. But this is kind of unfair where it's just too hard. So they, they listen, and they're going to patch it, which I think is nice. I, I, I think it's cool. Maybe give the option to, like, make it easier or something. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, I mean, maybe leave it on the higher difficulty levels. Don't screw with it. So let the people that really want to go after it. I just want to have fun playing the game. I remember the, the one level in the first game when you're coming out of Hades and the spinning logs with blades on them and dudes knocking oh, yeah. off. I, I hated it. I hated it. I swore I'd never do that again once I finally got through it. And it was the point where I was not having fun. I was finishing it because I loved the rest of the game and I wanted to get to the end. I would I would fight through that if I had to, but I, honestly, I would probably pop down to easy level once I got yeah. killed 50 times. Yeah, sometimes there's a line you cross and you just got to get past it. But uh, there's actually one thing I want to bring up that's kind of kind of annoying. With the scale of this game is incredible, and I mean when they pan the camera back, it's gorgeous, and you see all these monsters. But sometimes they pan the camera back too far, and you can't even see yourself. Like you'll be fighting a whole group of enemies, and like you have to know when to block and parry and do all these different things, but the camera pans back so far, you really don't even know what's getting going on. You're getting hurt, and you're trying to just mash buttons because you're like, I hope I'm hitting someone. You can do that two different ways. You can hold down the block button during that time, or you can just swing away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or both. I, I, but or, yeah. or get like an 80-inch TV or something, you poor people. <laughs> even, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> even then, uh, it's tough. But no, it, the good news is those don't last very long, and they're not that often. Yeah, I mean, um, they look cool and pretty. It's just you still got to play a game while you're doing that. Yeah. Still bad camera angles and stuff like that. Very, r- very, very minor, annoying. very rare. Oh. Very, very rare. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun. There, there is a few things they did change up with some of the controls. Oh, yeah, yeah. And some of the moves aren't available, like, right off the bat. And I, I don't know. I, I, it was a lot, It seemed like it was easier using magic and switching different magic things in well, the last one than it was in this one. One of the but biggest differences is usually in the old God of War games, you would get different weapons like you would get hercules fists or you would get a like zeus's sword or anything like that but now they're just focused right on the blades of chaos 
of Kratos's blades, where you can you can get fire power or like Hades Hades soul power, Poseidon ice power, and things like that, and just switch between that, so you're not using weapons and putting powers into weapons that you probably won't even end up using. Yeah. But the weird thing is the magic doesn't unlock until the last level, so you can't rely on it as much as you did on old games. And then you can and you can still get these extra weapons, but you press circle to use them, and you can pick them up, and they're limited. So it's it's different. I think it's like a nice change, but it's, it takes nice getting used to. Yeah, it definitely. takes getting used to. Um, I was I'll be the first to. I, I was one of those dudes that only used the other kind of weapons if I when they forced you here and there to use them to break something or. Uh, you know, I the Blades of Chaos were just too much fun, oh, so yeah. I'm There's okay with that. And, and it is cool. Everyone's wants to pick up the spears and use that as a secondary or something else or a sword. But for the most part, um, you know, I did pre-order it, so I got the King Leonidas oh, yeah, that, uh, outfit cool for stuff. multiplayer, which is cool. And I also think one of the reasons they did do a lot of these changes is because of the multiplayer that's in the game. Now, I don't know if you've got a chance to try it out at all. Not really. I... I put in my codes for my stuff, and then I, I just want to beat. The, I'm so into the single player that the the little bit of time I've had to play it, I'm about you know a few hours in, but uh, had a pretty busy week this week, so I didn't get as much time no as excuses. I wanted. No excuses. No excuses. I know. <laughs> yeah, so, but I I haven't played the multiplayer in the final game, but I did oh, play no in the beta. No excuses. No excuses. Really, I, I've been obsessed with another game. We'll talk about it in a second. But uh, we went into multiplayer. Pokemon's Play-Doh set. Yes, I love it. We went into multiplayer, and they kind of made the the controls are different because in the old games block and parry were the same button but now you have to actually I think it's like L1 and X or something to parry or something like that because when you're yeah. in, when you're in multiplayer they don't want you to have like a cheat button where you just keep holding down block and you'll automatically parry and also that the weapons sense. are a little more useful in the multiplayer mode and different things so they they kind of make it a little more tuned to multiplayer which I don't I think hurts the single player a little bit not very much but it's just it's different agreed Anything else you want to say about your favorite game of the moment? Um, I just I, I'm looking forward to getting through. I'm like, I'm stopped kind of at a boss battle, and it's just one of those things I know uh, I had to leave, so I couldn't finish it. But uh, I went back to it, and of course, Walking Dead came on. So <laughs> I love me. <laughs> that was the end of that. Dead. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting back into it and and jumping back into Tomb Raider, which. Uh, Jack, have you finally had your chance to play Tomb Raider? Is that what you were alluding to earlier? I, I know. I'm so excited to talk about video games now. I actually play and participate in in the gaming Jack, community. It's been like three weeks or something. Jack's in the club. He's had he's like had that. it for a couple weeks. I, I've discovered that video games are fun. Did you guys know that? Welcome to the party. Yeah. So you you know if people out there listening don't play video games, uh, pick one up. And why are you listening to this podcast? Because of my sexy tones. Where, where should they not pick up Tomb Raider, though? A Walmart. <laughs> Danny Walmart. Ramp, my friend. Okay, here we go. Now, I went into uh, GameStop, and you know they pre-ordered, like, oh, you want to pre-order this, pre-order that? Well, I pre-ordered um, Bioshock because, you know, it was supposed to be coming out, and then it got delayed, and I was irritated about that, but whatever. I didn't pre-order Tomb Raider because it was around the same time and whatnot. Okay, so then I see it in Walmart. I go shopping at Walmart, yes. I like the people watch too, whatever. Um, yeah, that's that would never. <laughs> I can't stand to go in there, but I understand yeah. why you could. Right, the deals, the deals, people. Come on. Anyway, so I go in there and I see, hey, Walmart exclusive. You get a Tomb Raider game. Uh, it's like Guide of Light or God of Light. I don't remember what the name is. But anyways, I got the free oh, download. Guardian of Light. Guardian of Light. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Okay. Downloadable co-op game. It's kind of fun. Right. It's a $13 value. I'd say cool. And you also get a free, like, gorilla skin. And you also get the free uh, Shantytown multiplayer map. 
which you got if you pre-ordered from GameStop. So it's basically the same same thing, maybe a little better than what you get from GameStop. So anyways, I get it. On the cover, I see, oh, Walmart exclusive. I think it's like a sticker on the box, you know, or you know, it's advertising. Okay, so I haven't opened up this game for a couple weeks. I opened it up like last night. Boom. I'm like, what's going on? The Walmart sticker is still on there. So <laughs> I take the sleeve out. The actual cover art, it's printed on the cover art. They ruined the cover art with a giant Walmart logo exclusive thing, and it's terrible, and it's ugly, and it and it ruins the cover art, quite frankly. I am P.O.'d about that. That would uh, be that's, annoying. That, that just doesn't make sense. I mean, is it like, like an inch, two inches? I mean, is it like a big sticker? It's like, yeah, it's like two inches by two inches. It's like a giant freaking sticker post-it note on my freaking oh. cover art. It's awful. It, I was like, yeah, I was so weird. mad when I took it out. I almost got the scissors out and just clipped it out because, like, okay, <laughs> I'm totally fine with shopping at Walmart, but I don't want an ad for Walmart on my freaking video game covers. Not when you paid full price for it. Yeah, man. full freaking price. Like, I already went into like GameStop. We already heard about like, I buy a new game and they unwrap it now. When you're trying to buy older new games, like I bought Deus Ex, they unwrapped it. I bought XCOM, they unwrapped it. This was during the holidays, and they blamed it on, like, their inventory system, and that's how they keep track, and blah, 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 whatever. I don't care. I just want a nice sealed game, how the developer wanted to send out, but Walmart's so powerful that they got their exclusive, and they get to print their crappy label all over everything, and it ruined the cover art. It's beautiful art. It's artwork. And you're just like, it's like pooping on the Mona Lisa. It's like, thank you very much. Maybe it's just a sign that you shouldn't play video games. You just keep getting screwed <laughs> well, up. Well, I mean, that, I don't know. I just have these weird experiences with it, and it really makes me mad. I'm, I would be mad about that, too. I mean, it's bad enough that I'm just scared for the day when you're playing a Tomb Raider game, and she's like, all right, I'm about Walmart. to go into this tomb. I better stop into my local Walmart to get supplies. <laughs> That'd yeah. be awesome. It's like, yeah, this, this uh, chest has a variety, just like Walmart, even, <laughs> with all these good options that I've just discovered. This Tomb Raider's making me thirsty. I better drink a new Mountain Dew Code Red. Yeah. Oh, Lord. It's but, like, I'm, I just killed this deer. I wish I had McDonald's fries to go with this. <laughs> let's hope it doesn't get to that point. But let's, and let's, just, just in case anyone thinks we're trying to sneak an advertising, screw Walmart, <laughs> screw Mountain Dew, and screw this idea of, of forcing advertising yeah. onto us. But let's, let's go away from the negative for a second, okay. well, maybe, and talk about the game itself. Do you like it? I do like the game, and let me just say how I fixed the cover art. There was a guide. There's a guide in there, a manual, and it's super slim. It's only like three pages. I just slid it in front of there, and so it's a little better, if you know what I'm talking what about. What does the guide the say? Game. Just X, jump. Yeah, basically, well, now they have like all in-game tutorials. Have you noticed how like yeah. game guides have become like nothing? They're yeah, like a lot three of them are going paper. digital anyway. Most of them, yeah. yeah. Most of them aren't even There's like nothing in there. Like in Mass Effect 3, it was just like one page. It's like I expect like booklets and stuff. Like back in the old days, you get like a whole handbook, yeah. and now you just save in paper. Yeah, I know. What's well, cheaper and whatnot? I get it. So, uh, but anyways, yeah, good game. Uh, I enjoyed it. I wish it was a bigger sandbox type of feel. We talked about how it had areas and stuff like that, load zones with camps and stuff, which is cool. Um, I only just got the handgun and killed a couple silent kills with the with the bow and arrow, which was kind of neat. So it, it's a neat game. She takes a beating, like Bill said. Holy cow. Um, My kind of woman. Yeah. And you're like, when does she ever get patched up? I don't know. They never show it, but she's been shot, stabbed, maimed, beaten, crushed, you know burned. <laughs> I mean, anything. she doesn't listen. And then no. she's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> 
but yeah, she does get tougher along the way, and it is an origin story, and that's how it works. And uh, it's it's a good game, so you get some time, go pick it up. I like how they did that; it made her just very vulnerable. And and the first time she has to really do some damage to someone, it, she's affected by it. And eventually, you start to see that badass Lara Croft come out of her. It's cool. Yeah, and it's also kind of touching on the point Jack mentioned about open world. It's it's kind of like in the middle ground between Uncharted and Far Cry Three, where it's not. It, so unfarted? Yes. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> um, the game, like Jack said, it's not so much sandbox. I would say it's like a closed sandbox because it's kind of has the Metroidvania style where you get new weapons and gear and then you can go back and reach different tombs and collectibles. And there's a lot to do besides just going from point A to B. So, I mean, yeah, it is a little structured because there is a story they're really trying to tell. And they don't. I guess you don't want to go too off the beaten path. I don't know what it is, but there actually is a lot to explore and a lot to collect, and a lot of cool items. So I highly, highly recommend it. It's a, it's a really, really awesome game. Some of those deer can really take an uh, take an arrow. Yeah, right. You, I think it's like a minimum like two arrow on the deer or something. But anyways, I'm sure later on once you power it up more. It it, it's, it seems like a good game. I mean, I, I'm not like jumping for joy, but it, it's decent. So if you got some time, it actually. That'd be weird if we went to your house and you were jumping around because of a video game. I'd be yeah, pretty right. scared and I would yeah. go home. I, don't I, get that I, did that, I did that in some parts of Mass Effect 3. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, maybe that, but this one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it so far, but have you guys been doing anything else fun over the past week? Watching my high state Buckeyes win the Big Ten tournament. Oh, snap. I think the score was like, what, 3-2? to two something? <laughs> Yeah, it did. <laughs> first one of very, very wins. tough defensive game. Got a number two seed, so I'm happy. Yeah, I actually played a a couple interesting games that I have kind of one I put in the back burner and one that I've always been wanting to try. First one is Devil May Cry, kind of an old one, but that game is just awesome. From all the way back in January? Yeah, can you believe it? That's like ancient. No, but this game is I I finished it. I played probably I don't even know a long pretty. I mean the game's only what eight hours, nine hours, but it's the pacing is so well done. It's so different. It's just production values are great. It's fun. The combat is amazing. I highly, highly recommend. I'd probably give it nine out of ten or something like that. It's, it's a incredible game. What do, what are you doing that? What's the like the main plot line in that one? Well, it's a it's a reboot again of like the Devil May Cry series and Dante's trying to kill the King of Demons and fighting his with his brother and trying to do all this crazy stuff. But it's it's all about the combat and the combos and getting other powers. It's just combat is so fluid and awesome. So. Don't really want to hit on, because it is an old game, but just want to hit, it, that, hit on that and say, really, if you haven't had a chance to pick that up, and I know with all the millions of other games that are coming out, you might not get a chance, but keep that one in the back of your mind. It seems like this is a year of prequels and reboots. Yeah, I'd it like, really is. I'd like to see a reboot of Pong and find out what that dot did to piss <laughs> off those lines so bad. Yeah, seriously. I want to know what the, what's the dot's motivation and why the lines are driven to beat it. <laughs> yeah, who, who you never know. But the other game I tried is a fitness game. Nike Plus Connect. It's surprisingly intense. Not going to lie. And let me just say, Adam is toy like a toy guy. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, this game is, is made by Nike and the personal trainers, and it actually uses Connect in a good way, unlike a lot of other games who just don't even care about it. They use Connect in a bad way. By not using it. Oh, I thought <laughs> meant like doing... Well, it's just because a lot of things, the technology can't is not truly one-to-one. And it doesn't live up to its potential, blah, blah, blah. But this game, it's like having your own personal trainer in your room. I mean, you could either choose a guy or a girl, and they have, you do like a 30-minute fitness test. Which did you choose? 
guy. All right. <laughs> he was an ex-NFL player. It was cool. No, so yeah, they're actual Nike trainers, and then they, like, scan your body in, and you're, like, a blue guy. And they actually, you do a 30-minute fitness test, and then they build a four-week program for you if you want to get strong, get lean, or get toned. And the way the Connect works works actually very well. If you do a rep the wrong way, it won't count the rep towards your workout. So you really have to do it right, and they'll correct you and tell you what you're doing wrong and what you need to work on. And it's intense. Like I mean, the workouts are 20 to 30 minutes, and it's 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 not a joke. Like I thought it would be kind of like gamey and things like that, but it's a very good workout. It's not like goofy like the Wii and like Wii Fit and all that. Yeah, no, it's 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 an intense workout. What if you want to do lean, fit, and tone? Well, you could. I mean, you could do. You can change it up. You can do your own workouts. They just have certain goals that you can reach. What if you want to do try for five minutes, cry, and eat ice cream? There actually is a five-minute quick drill. <laughs> so there's just for you. Bingo. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Adam was actually talking to me about this earlier and actually picked up uh, his cat as he was walking across the screen. And it, 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 it in real time, it scans what's going on. So it, it knows what the heck you're up to. And it even it'll be like scanning you like the TSA. And it'll be like, ooh, what's which, that? Which workout did Kitty do? <laughs> yeah, I was doing this workout where it's called like the butterfly stretch where you sit like Indian style, and you kind of push your legs down. But I was sitting there, and my cat Winnie... I call came, that one to get in my van. Yeah. <laughs> my cat Winnie came walking, and you just see her, a little blue cat with her tail up, like, wagging. <laughs> it, was, it was really cute. I wish I had it on video. It's cool because, like, it picked up the tail. So, oh, I mean, yeah. it's scanning a lot of the area. No, it's, it's, it's really good technology. Like, you guys... There's have a demo guys, out there if you have a Connect. You should really try it out. Have you guys seen Paranormal Activity 4? I have not. The, the Kinect plays a big part in that movie. Does it really? And it shows it like with a, a night vision camera with the lights out, and it shows like thousands of dots all oh, over yeah, the house. Yeah. Picked, stuff. picked up on it. Now, does the Kinect have night vision on it? No, no, no. No, but it has like lasers that kind but of But they have pick a, a video player. camera that they hide to uh, film stuff that's going on, and it picks up all the, the dots coming out from the Kinect at night and stuff. Uh, it's right. cool. Yeah, it's just, all I can say is I'm very excited for Kinect 2.0 because I think there can be a lot of cool things with that because the technology is really good. And when the developers have a way to really use it for everyone, like, there's a lot of instances where I don't need Connect, but some of them are useful, especially when you're just navigating the Xbox and say, Xbox, play Netflix, Xbox, play this game, search for this DLC, do this. It works really well. For the record, Paranormal Activity 4, the movie itself, is really not not all that good. I'm just <laughs> saying the part with Connect was cool. I hear you, because you get to learn about video gaming, yeah. which is what everyone wants to do. I mean, that's why they're listening. <laughs> exactly. Right. And thanks, thanks for that. So we're going to jump into a few news stories. Uh, I also want to mention, if you ever want to be a part of the show, please email us. No, I was going to say, don't. Get out. It's ours. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't listen <laughs> to these fools. Email us at podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. Once again, that's podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. So our first story, we're going back to the happy story of the week, which last week I got kind of destroyed on. But <laughs> this week, we're going to try again. There is, there we was, hold kids to a higher standard. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. So there was a 24-year-old named James who recently died of liver cancer, which our thoughts and prayers go out to the family and all that. Absolutely. And may rest in peace, all that. But the there's a, game, a franchise called Total War for the PC, which is like a real-time strategy game, very popular. There's been many renditions and iterations of this game. And he, James was a huge fan of it. So due to the thanks of a foundation, he got invited to Creative Assembly to actually see an early build of this game that's coming out in October. So he got to be the fir- actually the first outside person to play the game, which is very nice. 
and he got to see kind of behind-the-scenes stuff, all that kind of stuff. But that, they didn't just stop there. They took a lot of reference shots of him, and they took a lot of pictures, and they're actually putting him into the game as a Roman soldier. So, unfortunately, he did recently just die, but he will be immortalized in this game, and whenever you play it, you'll see James playing in one of his favorite games of all time. That is absolutely awesome. So it is kind of bittersweet. It's not like a, yeah, little, yeah, like well, a happy-go-lucky yeah, story or something, but it is cool that they did that uh, for this guy, and uh, he's not just some, like, Roman soldier. We saw the pictures, and he was like a, like a captain, yeah. like, you know, kind of a more main character, at least in the game, that you probably come across, which is kind of cool. And yeah. that's cool. His friends and family can always hang on to that. And, yeah. And it's just, yeah, I mean, I guess happy story wasn't the right thing, like uplifting or I'm even not even that, but I don't know. I, I, it's, I, it's hard I, to put a title on it, but if you're faced in that situation, and, and you know, if I got to play a song on stage with Tool, what, yeah, to, just to know that happened. Oh, exactly. You know, uh, you know, I just I could see something that meant that much to him. That that that's that's a cool thing, and that that that's yeah. I mean, it's definitely cool. I mean, people want to be like immortalized in a video game. That'd just be awesome. I mean, whether you're alive or you've passed away, unfortunately, in his circumstance, but. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool that they they did this for him. Yeah, I mean, I knew uh, a guy that got to be in one of the NCAA football games for Ohio State, and uh, just just them knowing that they played it all the time and they oh, actually yeah, got to be on definitely. it. Definitely. Yeah. So it's just I I just really like highlighting these stories because I mean when you look at news and on Twitter and all these stuff, you see like bad stuff happening, what this person ate, what this person did, or what, what EA did. Yeah, exactly. But it's good to highlight the good stuff because there are good people doing good things in this world and. Thank it's good to see that. So, once again, James, rest in peace, and we'll be looking for you on the battlefield in October. Absolutely, that's that's awesome. So, the next story is kind of a funny story. Yeah. <laughs> oh I, yeah. I don't, I don't know if, if Speaking of bad things happening, when you have one grown inside you, I owe. <laughs> yeah, really. You should. Uh, We're every, not talking about tapeworms either. Yeah. <laughs> everyone should probably pack pack their bags and move to Mars or something or get safe because Emperor Palpatine has been found. He's on his way, <laughs> kids. I mean, do you think, like, he put in someone's mind to get that Kickstarter Death Star going? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, probably. beforehand? He's like, he's, the Force is already switching to the dark side right now? So, uh, tell us what this is about, Adam. Yeah, so, there's this, this expectant mother named Heather Large who... <laughs> yeah, got she was Heather Medium. That's, 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 that's terrible. I know we're terrible, but that's a real name. Okay, she's pregnant. She's a little big right now, all right? It, it happened. It's only natural. Yeah, but they, they, she went to go get an ultrasound, very normal. But for some reason, the way the baby was and the shadows of the ultrasound, it literally looks like Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars. And it's not even, like, not kind of looks yeah. like it. And it's not like baby Palpatine. This is like full-on Emperor. He's got the cloak on. He's like 90 years old, wrinkled up, ready to get you. And, and they're, they're missing a huge opportunity here. And, and this is what I th- I would love to meet with Heather uh, Big Time or <laughs> Heather Large. I'd love to meet with Heather Large and say, look, here's what you want to do. There's a lot of Star Wars fans out there. There are a lot of Star Wars freaks out there, people that go nuts for this stuff. Look, you're not even really attached to this kid anyway because you haven't even met it, right? <laughs> so what you do is you put it up on eBay oh, right now. Emperor Palpatine. So, Emperor so you, name it, you name it Palpatine, and you say, I'm putting Emperor Palpatine up on eBay before the sucker's even born. Right. As soon as he's born, you're making bank. You can just go make another kid. And he might be Heather Extra Large by the time you do, but, you know... <laughs> You wait a couple months. I mean, I next mean, one, next one might be Han Solo. You don't know. You could have a franchise in your uterus right now and not even know it. I mean, that's why people have kids in the first place, right? I mean, setting up franchises. She's setting up a Star Wars franchise. 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't know. I just want to say thank you for that. Bill. If it's Jar Jar, go to the clinic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't care what your beliefs are. If it's Jar Jar, it's for the good of everybody. Even Republicans can get behind that wagon. <laughs> yeah, Nobody wants Jar Jar on their planet. <laughs> Poor Jar Jar. So, yeah, if you haven't seen that, just... sell on eBay anyway. If you haven't seen that, just Google Emperor Palpatine Ultrasound. It's worth it, believe it me. Is, it it's, is absolutely it's hilarious. Incredible. So we're going to jump across the ocean and visit our lovely friends in Japan and talk about how the Vita is once again kicking some booty. So since the price drop, last week, well, the week after the price drop, it went up. Sales were at like 62000 as opposed to like 11000 before the sale. The next week, it's up to 63000 which is still beating the contender 3DS. But you know why, though? Because everybody's already got a 3DS. Yeah, but seriously, like everybody in Japan's got one. <laughs> I mean, it is you know supply and demand. If you drop pl- the price, demand should go up. I just don't know why they haven't brought some of this stuff to the United States. What games are they putting out there? That I know there was a game by uh, the Keiji and Afune, the creator of Mega Man, came out with a game called Soul Sacrifice. It's kind of like a Monster Hunter y fighting him. Then there was some other Japanese game that like I don't know. Like Shirigami's Fun Time Super Happy Smile Hour. That's number one seller. <laughs> yeah, so but they, I mean, it's good. They're actually putting games out and you see what happens when you put games out? Yeah. People buy them. You know what else does Surprise. It? Price drop plus yep. games coming out equals happy Vita owners. Yeah, so that's, uh, I'm, I mean, they're going to do it in America. Like I said, I think they're waiting for some PS4 reveal about how it's going to be more intertwined, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Hope so. Um, what? I mean, the Assassin's Creed game's coming out for it. How about that one? Yeah, that could help. There's so the Assassin's Creed Three Liberation came out for the Vita, sold six hundred thousand copies, which is which is very nice. I mean, that was very good for a Vita. And there was a leak that there's a new game called coming out called Assassin's Creed Rising Phoenix. Now it's not confirmed yet, but it looks pretty official. And due to the fact that this game sold well, it doesn't. Not really that out of the ordinary. It's actually set in Phoenix, and you deal with a lot of retired people and illegal border jumpers. Oh my god, I can't wait for that game. Practices. <laughs> <laughs> so this game is supposed to come out October 10th, which is three weeks before Black Flags, as opposed to Liberation, which came out the same day, which I think might help it a little bit because I know it sold well. But when the, when the games are coming out the same day, I don't know. It's kind of like too much Assassin's Creed. I will say, just to like poop on everyone's parade, I'm kind of worried that they're pumping out games so fast. There's a lot of P's in that sentence. Um, I'm hoping they get rid of all the bugs, because it seems pretty quick to be turning around games. I mean, is that I mean, just me? I mean, Assassin's Creed does that all the time, and they keep racking up millions and millions of sales. So yeah, yeah but sales is one thing, but I want to call That's what matters. I know, well, that's I what know, matters to them, know, but to me, I, I'm with Jack on that. I, that makes I'm kind of worried. worried. I mean, this is quicker than Madden. They're coming out. When's the, la- when's the last time the other Assassin's it's Creed came year. It's it's been been a year. Year. Yeah, yeah, but it'll it'll actually be like oh, really closer to eleven months by the time it's all said and done. And it seems like I just stopped watching the ads for it around Christmas time. Yeah, for, yeah, because it came actually, out for like me, watching I stopped YouTube. watching ads last week because I had it came a bunch out of right when that Assassin's Creed three came out. I, I, I stopped watching the Assassin's Creed three ads last week because of well, it was stuff on my DVR that I hadn't got to. Yeah, maybe that's part of it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just getting all those Walking Dead episodes. And uh, hey, hey, I'm caught up a little bit. Almost. I got one. I I missed last. Sunday, that was a, it's a great show. Oh, Andrea. It's rated oh, M for Mature, so kids, stay away from it. Yeah, that show's getting crazier. Or watch it. Zombies are cool. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But staying on the Sony bandwagon, we're going to talk about the PS4 for a second. That, but After the conference, there was a teaser that was introducing the games and the non-existent ghost system. 
And it was actually the most watched YouTube ad of February, with 26 million views in eight days. Now, this is impressive because of an ad, like when you view an ad, when it's considered a view, you have to get past like the skip point. So that's like at least 15 seconds of an ad. So people are engaged and it seems like interested in the upcoming Sony console. Wait, so everybody that's close to getting married is watching that is what you're saying. Anybody engaged, anybody's got a ring on oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's I don't know I just think that's a lot of people that are probably bored at work and should probably what'd you what'd you say about ghost work? systems What the heck are you talking about you, We haven't seen the system Oh well, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Jack got all excited He was like, like haunting Paranormal I was like, PS4 Yeah we were talking about like paranormal activity now ghosts I'm like what's going on man I want to know Talking about paranormal we're activity that for the Halloween show Yeah talking about paranormal activity and haunting and scary games and the worst game in history Let's talk about Resident Evil Six still sucks. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. So, it's coming out it's coming out for the PC and Capcom and Valve are actually com- are having a crossover. So Left 4 Dead 2, which is like the bang bang shoot 'em up game, is combining with Resident Evil 6 and some characters are going over, some enemies, different skins, blah blah blah, which basically means that Resident Evil 6 is going to make this game crappy. So wait a minute. So when a good game and a crappy game have a play date, does the good game become a crappy game, or does it make the crappy game be part of a good game? I didn't understand any of that, but it just sounds like they're beating a dead horse to death. Beating a dead giraffe to death. Yeah. That on, won't, Jack, you what? got all set up. Giraffe? You, you set up with that. <laughs> oh, well. I forgot about that. You got it right at lunch, everybody. Yeah. Hello, look at the cover. Chipotle. Sponsored by WeWish. Yeah. We sponsored them, screw it. Yeah. We don't care if we get paid. Now we're going to go into Bill's favorite section of Nintendo. Oh, Christ. How happy are you? <laughs> no, I like my 3DS. I just <laughs> Fire Emblem's awesome. Are you have you still been playing that? No. Oh, that's <laughs> but it's good. No, I just haven't I just haven't had time. It's good, but you just don't want to play it like every game that Nintendo makes now. No, no, no. <laughs> I, this is a great game. I'm looking forward to get back into it, but uh uh I've been reading a lot and I got I'm actually reading a couple of books at the same time too and You don't read. Whatever. <laughs> I'll read out loud the whole rest of this podcast if you want me to. Well, okay. Actually, don't do that. Once upon a time, there was this little idiot named Jack. The end. Oh, that sounds like a riveting book. So, you know, this, I think this would be a perfect time to just go thank our sponsors. It wasn't a book. It was a novella. Oh, a novella. Called Little Jack. Very nice. Anyway, for you, the listeners of The Gamer's Advocate, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, Bill's going to recommend a book besides the number one bestseller, Jack Whittington's Not Very Smart. Hey, I know things <laughs> about... Bill, what's the book about? I don't know. Save it for the sequel. Um, this week, uh, since we've mentioned Paranormal a few times, go with the master of horror himself, uh, Mr. Stephen King, uh, with his book, Cell. This is one... I love this book. Um read this one actually a few years ago, but the audio version is, is excellent as well. And it's basically a, a, a zombie movie in a way. Um, it's a pulse. goes through... And it affects everybody with a cell phone. Basically, gets a call, and as soon as they answer it, it sends a pulse into them that turns them into just raging maniacs, and they just start trying to murder everyone around them. And the story is is basically centered on on one character named Clayton Riddell or Riddle, and uh, he's like one of the few guys in the world that does not have a cell phone, and uh, he's trying to get a job selling a comic book series that he wrote, and all hell breaks loose around him. I think he's in Boston, I forget, or Philly, one of those. And people just, I mean, there's people jumping off of roofs, killing themselves. There's people just attacking each other. And he gets away with a small group of people. And basically, over time, they become basically zombies. And there's one leader that's kind of like 
basically with his mind can control the rest of them, and they follow him called the Raggedy Man. And is his name iPhone? Yeah, <laughs> iPhone Touch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's he's looking for his son because he couldn't find his son, and uh, a lot of the story is him trying to find him and find out if he lived, if he died, if he's one of those. And it's one of those ones that's very tense. It's a very good read, very fast paced, lots of action. Um, highly recommend it. Love that book. Very nice. And it's being made into a movie. It was going to be directed by Eli Roth, but he's working on something else now. But it is being worked on, and John Cusack is starring as the main character. Huh. Fancy. Well, cool. Well, jump on that. To download your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com backslash thegamersadvocate. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash thegamersadvocate for your free audiobook. And now back to our show. Hey, we're going into Nintendo now. Sorry, guys. Is it going to be like Pokemon and shit? It is. <laughs> Wake me up. Okay, but first, first we're going to jump into Zelda. Quick news story. The wonderful Game Boy Color games, Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons, are coming to the 3DS eShop. That's awesome, said 1989. No, that was like 1998. Uh, 98. No, but those games are awesome. You know what? You, you say that, but it's good, always good to have content. That's why the 3DS is doing well, because they keep pushing out games. Even if they're not new, they have content and things for you to play, which is what the Vita's not doing as much. I know. I just if they, I want to see new Zelda come out. I know, all. but it just takes a while. They don't want to put out, like, like Assassin's Creed. It's not a yearly franchise. they got to make it work. Why don't they do what the other developers do and just reboot Zelda? How would that work? I mean, well, they, they, know they, they, did they're, they're, they did say they're kind they of They might be. That. Yeah. They did say they're kind of doing that with the Wii U, but it's going to take a while, so we'll yeah. see. There's only like three people that work on it or care about it, so it takes a long time to make a game for Nintendo. <laughs> it takes a long time to make a Zelda game. Is that just me or what? It does. Hey, but you know what? I will say this: uh, you don't ever hear about them being like really buggy and, yeah, and screwed those, up. Yeah. They're usually very they, they, polished. Yeah, they know what they're doing. It just takes them a while. Plus, they do. I will say they do make really cool puzzles in those games. Oh, so definitely. those take time to work up too. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, so speaking of 3ds again. We're getting a new color in the U.S. finally. We've been stuck with red and blue, and we're finally getting awesome. a brand new awesome color. Blue looks great. But not really that awesome. I mean, it's, it'll be cool for the chillins. There is a Pikachu-themed 3DS XL that has a weird, like a cartoon Pikachu. And, and guess what? Adam's still not getting one. He's waiting for like a solid gold or platinum 3DS. <laughs> I know. I still want something cool. but He's waiting for the 3DS XL Super-Sized Puce. Maybe a lavender, like an onyx. Yeah, but the, you want, the kind of the kind of funny thing which you guys might want to uh, take notice what about is that Pikachu has nipples on this 3ds. That's je- that's <laughs> freaking hilarious. What are you, what, are you kidding me? <laughs> what's happening? Pikachu's what, what's cold. It's what's happening. Pikachu's is it's that winter for real? <laughs> Those are the dual cameras on the outside of the 3ds. <laughs> it's winter time in Pikachu's world, and he's not wearing a shirt. Dude, that's when you need clothing on animals is when they're showing the... Look, he's shy. He's, not, he's blushing, too. What the... Huh? Yikes. That's yeah, just just take a look at Google and you'll see that. I dare like you to the, buy that. <laughs> the 3DS has two cameras, so you can take 3D pictures. And the way they're placed on this 3DS, it makes Pikachu look like, yeah, it's a cold day out and his nipples are showing. You know they're doing It looks like he's laying on his back, too, because they're kind of on the side. <laughs> and then staying with the Pokemon theme, Bill's most anticipated game of 2013 is Pokemon Rumble heading oh, to the Wii. <laughs> now, this game is ex- <laughs> this game is, is cool because the, it's the first game to actually use the NFC, or near-field communication, capability of the Wii U. All right. Which means... <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Justin Bieber sells huge, okay? The kids love this stuff. They eat it up. Yeah, because this is, this is Pokemon's venture into the Skylanders, Disney Infinity territory, where they're going to sell... 
little Pokemon for two dollars, and you're gonna put them on the Wii U gamepad, and they're gonna go right into your game. That's super sweet. It's like Pokemon galore. No, no I will also say, if I was a kid and this oh, one yeah. Pokemon was hot, this would have been like the greatest thing ever. I, know, I wish I had something. Dude, like if this. there are any you kids actual Pokeballs, they've been grounded actual... already, and it's been taken away from them. You have actual Pokeballs, and like you get what? to collect them all. Wait, 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 wait. Well, capsules. Pokeballs? <laughs> They have now, balls. Now, now Bill's interested. Got okay. Nipples, balls, <laughs> everything. I know it's it's very phallic. Oh, no Pokey Wang. Yeah, no, but the one annoying thing about this is that they're doing blind capsules. So you're gonna pay two dollars and you're gonna hope you get the character you want, which means parents are gonna go broke really fast. I mean, they do that with collectible cards and all the I card know, games. But it's too. so annoying. Dude, that's one thing when you put well, you're at the grocery store and you put a quarter in the thing and you twist the thing and you hope you get I a mean, cool at toy. At least it's two dollars. At least it's two dollars. That's not that bad. It's yeah. Well, if I had a kid and it's two dollars and he's like, oh, I get the what I want, I'd be like, you just learn a little less. If you had a kid, he'd be already dead because you would have beaten it to death. I love kids, everybody. That is not true. I would have sold it on eBay because it would look like eBay. a freaking emperor. <laughs> All right, you sell them. You sell them, right. Black market. Right. Let's talk Straight about up cash. Let's talk something a little more adulty. Thank and, God. But that is kind of sad in itself because Star Wars, another awesome Star Wars game was teased and now it's probably not coming out for a while. Disney, so, stop it. No, Disney, I love you and you're crushing my dreams. So Star Wars First Assault, which is a predecessor, supposedly, to Star Wars Battlefront 3, which has been almost coming out and then canceled and had a lot of Dude, crazy I'm twists and turns. for Star Wars Battlefront for years. I know, those games are awesome. Why don't they make those games? Uh, so anyway, Jack, guess what? You're still waiting. <laughs> there you are. Anyway, Star Wars First Assault was supposed to be a downloadable title for Xbox Live and probably PlayStation Store. Where probably you, not Wii U. Probably not Wii U, <laughs> correct. Where you can... You, yeah, but the game, it was very reminiscent of kind of like a battlefield. So you would go around, shoot lasers... All this kind of stuff. And then if that game sold well and did well, then Battlefront 3 would probably come out. Now, this game was supposed to be in closed beta last September and be released on October 1st. But Disney's buyout of LucasArts is screwing that up. Just like they screwed up Star Wars 1313, this game has no date, may not even ever come out. Well, I mean, we called it already that they're going to do Star Wars and they're going to link them with their movies. They're going to do cross-platform marketing and it's going to be a big smash and everyone's going to love it because it's Disney. But I am happy that at least George Lucas can't screw it up. We'll let some other company do it now. I just, it's just, these games look so good. Like Battlefront 3 and 1313, those games look incredible. I mean, we haven't seen Battlefront 3, but the potential is just awesome, especially on like with good graphics and getting your Jedi and your X-Wings and... Pew, 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 pew. I mean, just like we were saying with Assassin's Creed, they're just doing what sells. They're just pushing what they know can make the money. Yeah, they're not selling anything because they're not putting anything out. Well, they had to switch over development to their movies and... Make eh, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> but another franchise that is coming to current gen, which is actually coming out, is Saints Row 4. This is the Grand Theft Auto... For poor people. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not so much. This is like the the Grand Theft Auto on crack or steroids or whatever you want to call it. It's like the Walmart version of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> well, I mean, it's more like brutal or you get like it's more just, like it's more like a fighting game. It's just too, less serious, right? No. No, no, no. Jake. Fighting no. game. What are you? What are you? No, no, that's that? the one. That's the one where you put like a rabbit head on and you get like. Chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's fix that one right there. Saints Jack Ro- played Tomb Raider, everybody. <laughs> Saints Row 4 is a Grand Theft Auto type game, Clone. but 
yeah, clone. But they are they are taking steps because this game is so over the top. I mean, what there was it like is. a big purple dildo in the last game that you could hit people with. There's the, all this stuff. I mean, yeah, you can put on a rabbit head. You shoot people like little midgets out of cannons, and I mean, this game is crazy. So there was an expansion pack that was supposed to be coming to Saints Row the Third called Enter the Dominatrix, which is obviously a play on the Matrix. Blah blah blah. But once THQ went down the drain and Saints Row was actually bought by Deep Silver, which is the company responsible for Dead Island, they said, you know what, let's just make this into its own game. So they took they took probably the development and polished it up a little bit, made it into a full game. And this game looks kind of cool. I mean, there's all kinds of superpowers. You can We saw people, one guy looked like the Flash. You can kind of fly and glide around the city. There's ice powers, flame powers, blah, blah, blah. So you're kind of in the Matrix world, so you can imagine the crazy antics you can do. Because first of all, they didn't really follow that many laws of physics in the old game, but now that you're actually in a Matrix world, I don't know, it, it sounds like it has some potential. And they even had some little scenes of him maybe becoming president, so who knows? This game's going to be over the top, and it's coming out August 23rd, which is about a month before Grand Theft Auto V. I mean, that game could probably be pretty fun for a couple hours just to, like, mess around with, but uh, I really haven't played the Saints Rose, so I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a very profitable franchise. People love that game. Yeah, I don't think... You haven't played either, Bill, right? No, I played a little bit of the first couple ones, and it just... I mean, I can see where people dug it, but it, I wasn't really into yeah, it. Yeah, and I know the like the one and two were good, but I think it really hit its stride in three, which I keep wanting to get around to because I've just heard awesome things about it, but this might be a good place to jump on. So look for that one, except if you have a Wii U. <laughs> and you can get a reboot of Zelda, or not even that, just the same game again. Now, I guess it it could be because maybe the Wii U sucks. I'll just say it out there. But it also could be because this was planned for being on 360 and PS3 as an expansion, so maybe they didn't want to devote to porting it over to Wii U and doing all that stuff, so it could have just made sense. I don't know. The Wii U is just not graphically strong enough to handle the game. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's just, that's not the case. <laughs> um, so, another game that's coming out this probably, I think in June they said it was, is Lost Planet 3. Now, this game is, it, ha- it kind of is a little dead spacey, but it has mechs and it has you fighting these things called acrids, which are spider bug-like creatures. And, I mean, the first one is, is fun. second one's all right. I'm not really too hyped about this game. But over on IGN, they had a 30-minute walkthrough of the beginning of the game. And it actually looked pretty cool. I mean, it looks like they're really focusing on story and making it a very cinematic experience. And you get mechs, and they really want to put you into the world. And it's kind of the prequel. And you get to see the foundation of all the stuff going on. What's the driving force behind Lost Planet? I'm totally lost as to why you would want to play this game. Well, if you, I mean, if you like mechs, if you like going around in big open worlds, which are in like frozen, frozen tundras and exploring and finding out interesting stories, that's kind of what what the makes us into third person shooter. I can do that in Dead Space and have way more fun. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but maybe it's a good game. You can't, you, you don't just want to have one type of game. <laughs> I mean, that's true, but if you want to stand out in, like, a world of shooters and stuff, I mean, I, I you got to have some kind of storyline or something. Well, I mean. I'm saying that's what this has. That's, like, what they're going for. Okay. Yeah, like, they're going for much like the... You actually have a very well-thought-out character, good plot devices, good things going on. Like, that's what they're shooting for. Okay, that's cool. We'll have to, like, check it out. Hopefully, uh, I haven't seen the, yeah, the I mean, video yeah, of that. And I'm not really sold on it. I'm just saying, like, I really... It was not on my radar at all, but now I'm... A little more interested. It looks kind of cool. So, yeah, check it out if you want. Now, we're going to jump more so into the technology world and talk about the possi- possible iPhone 5 killer. Anyone? Maybe? 
No, it was yeah. maybe Samsung Galaxy S4, bitches. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I think maybe it might be this time. I mean, this phone looks pretty legit. It's got all the bells and whistles of awesomeness. And luckily for me, I have a work phone, so I can drop some money and have another phone for myself. Guess what? They got a camera on this phone. You guys know that? 13 megapixels. What? That's too many pixels for that's my a, That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's 13 of them. Yeah, but they have a lot of cool features. There's an S Translate where it automatically translates conversations for you. There's an S Health that they're working on that kind of keeps track of all your calories, wait, wait. heart monitor, all this stuff. It translates like to different languages. Yeah, ha! <laughs> Suck it, Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Rosetta Stone is awesome. It's just so freaking expensive. But the one thing that is relevant to all you gamers out there is they're coming out with a controller. You just put it on top of the controller, it clips in, and you have like a nice, it, it literally looks like an Xbox 360 controller. <laughs> Lawsuit! Yeah. Well, they just stole that patent on up, whatever. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking, and I'm assuming a lawsuit's coming, because like the colors are the same. I mean, it's it doesn't look, it's not the shape, but the buttons and the analog sticks, it looks very similar. Dude, it's not like they care. Apple's been suing them for years now. Yeah, I know. It's, everyone just sues each other back and forth and back and forth. There are two cool other features. It's got like eye-scrolling technology, oh, where like it'll track where your eyes are looking, so that when you're like reading through something, it'll forward it along. Wait. Or if you look away from from it while you're watching a movie, it'll pause yeah. the movie. It, if are you serious? Yeah, yeah, totally serious. But it'll scroll where your eyes are looking. Yeah, it totally tracks your eyes. Every damn girl's gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna know where you're looking in the movie. <laughs> and also, it's got a kind of a cool feature where you don't actually have to touch the screen to kind of scroll. So if you're cooking or your hands are dirty, or whatever, you can kind of scroll different pictures or read articles like that. If you're following a recipe, I don't know what it is, but there's there's a lot of cool features on this one. I. I don't know if I would switch if it was my first personal phone, but it's. I think it's a good choice for a lot of people. I just can't get past the fact that my phone's going to be like, Hello, Bill, I'm up here. I'm up here. I'm up here. <laughs> I'm least, up here. At least it has flash, unlike you Apple jerks. Yeah, that is, well, that is a good feature. So look for that coming out probably at the end of April is what they're saying. I'm waiting for the pre-orders so I can lock one down. Can I upgrade mine yet, Adam? Mine's a Never. Oh. Sorry, j- sorry, Bill. I was about to call you Jack. Sorry. Um, and now another awesome piece of technology is the Almost Steam Box by XI3, which we had on probably, I don't know, 10 podcasts ago, whatever it was. It's, yeah, it's just a computer. It's going to be very upgradable, very built for gaming on the TV, all this stuff. And it's coming, it's going to be coming this holiday season at nine ninety nine ninety nine. $10? Yes. No, but this, it's interesting. I mean, I'm sure it'll be a good system. I, I, I want to get a new computer. It's probably something I'll look at. I don't know if I'll wait for the actual Steam Box, but it's good to see these things are happening. Not buying. Not buying it. Me either. I mean, I like the name. It's, it's like cool, XI3 Piston. That's a cool name, but then when you put in quotes, almost oh, no, Steam that's, Box. That's what I'm calling it. Oh. Well, that doesn't make me want to buy it. reading off the script. That doesn't make me want to buy it. I don't want the almost anything for a thousand bucks. I want the whole meal deal. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> now, for our last story, we're just going to kind of jump onto The Last of Us which some people, I'm sure, were wondering how long they would be in the post-apocalyptic world for. Now, the Uncharted games, which were made by the same studio, Naughty Dog, averaged in about eight hours, which, I mean, it's it's a good time, but it, it's over pretty quick, especially with these incredibly addicting and awesome games. But one of the developers is saying that they're clocking this game in at about 12 to 16 hours, depending on how, how long you search for collectibles and search the environment, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I'm sure developers might pad it a little bit, but I'm hoping for somewhere around there because I think that's a pretty good time. What do you guys think? Uh, no, take my money already, please. I'm <laughs> oh, so know, really. excited for this game. 
Yeah, I think like 16, 20 hours, I feel like I got my money's worth. If you do shorten it up beyond that and don't have like a multiplayer or something, I, uh, I feel kind of ripped off. I, I, I think 10 hours... If it's if it's really awesome, yeah, I'm I, yeah, I'm one for because I mean, Devil May Cry was probably eight to nine hours, but I feel like I got my money's worth because that was the pacing was done well, the combos were given and the abilities given in a certain amount of time, and if it's actually done well to that time and you don't feel cheated, like I, I'm kind of okay with it. And also that game had a lot of replayability, yeah. which is one thing, but it really depends. Like I mean, yeah, you want a game to last forever, but you don't want it to last forever if that doesn't fit with the story, and then it just drags yeah, I've, on. I've never felt ripped off by a God of War game, and they're usually eight to ten hours yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's places for games like Skyrim and Fallout now, which last well, if, a if million you, I was say, years. If you play Fallout Three and that was ten hours, you'd be pretty pissed. Yeah, it just depends seriously. on the type of game too. Yeah, it's just tailored to it. So it's nice to see they're going a little longer because yeah, I want to stay in this world as long as I can. Yeah. Um, and me also too. Look, and, also look, <laughs> and also look for that demo coming May 31st if you bought God Yay. of War Ascension. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad they're going to push it out. Jerks. You know, what, why couldn't they out. put? Why couldn't they do that a push few days earlier again. so you could play it like over uh, Memorial Day weekend? What is that? The weekend before, I think. Uh, maybe uh, if you guys is. know what Memorial Day is, just write us. Podcast gamers have yeah. If you have a calendar that's functional, <laughs> it's Memorial Day is May twenty seventh. I didn't think you could hear what he was saying at that point, but <laughs> yeah. So that's that more or less wraps up all the news segments. I don't know if you guys had any other last words or big things going on in your wonderful lives. Nope, suck it. I'm just gonna raid some tombs. Yeah, go play some more games. Keep that streak going, Jay. Heck yeah. Yeah, so we really thank you for listening in to The Gamer's Advocate, episode 18. Thank we, you. We really appreciate you coming along for the ride for these last 18 episodes, and we look forward to giving you another 1 million or so, give or take a billion. We're going to have to get new equipment for that. <laughs> yeah, seriously, we need to do that. No, but seriously, we, we appreciate it more than you know. And seriously, if you ever want to be a part of the show, send us reviews, send us artwork, send us videos, send us just saying hi. We don't care. And seriously, send us some money. Yeah, send us pictures too. of you flipping us off. We don't care. Yeah, whatever you, whatever your little heart desires. No, it, no dick pics. Seriously. <laughs> chicken nuggets. No. Don't say no that because then people are going to do it. I don't want that. I don't want that. And you know chicken nuggets only come in four sizes. Thanks for that life-altering news, Jack Whittington. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, once again, before I was so rudely interrupted by chicken nuggets, send all of that stuff to podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. If you want to follow us on Facebook, just look for The Gamers Advocate and follow the Blue Shield. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Gamers Advocate. We got it. I didn't even tell you guys. We're nice. officially at Gamers Advocate. That's nice. pretty awesome. That's good. Yeah. And if you want to follow me, I'm at Adam Bankers. I'm at Bill Roberts-ish. I'm at Jack Whittington. I'm getting chicken in nugget form. I'm thinking about changing my Twitter thing to no dick pics, but boob pics are okay. <laughs> Not sure Ish. if that'll happen, but if you, if you do, more power to you. But we, of course, we want to thank One Stop Panda Drop for our theme song and logo. And also, happy birthday, happy my birthday, friend. Happy birthday, Jesse. Yeah, turning 25 years young. Happy birthday, and we wish you many more. And also... Bill is going to thank our awesome music people that are going to leave us with awesome stuff. Yep. This is a little more of a laid-back tune from our friends in uh, X-Factor 1. Um, they've been good to us. They've been good to my friends in Napalm Pressure and me when I uh, played with them, when we played shows with them. They took them to New York to do some shows recently. And they're going to end it with the very last song off their famous Last Words album called Miss Me Now. So once again, thank you for joining us. 
We look forward to talking with you next week. So, like so for the Gamers Advocate, I'm Adam. I'm Bill. Hey, I'm Jack. And we hope you have a great night. See you later, ding-dongs. Long time since I've seen your face Do you miss me?